This is the Amazing Education Podcast. Powered by the Ames Community School District, I'm your host, Eric Smith. On today's episode, we are joined by Ames High art teacher, Lindsay Weedy. We're going to have an amazing conversation about how she approaches projects, getting students to engage with the art community, and whether art should be judged. Lindsay Weedy, thank you for being on this episode of the Amazing Education Podcast. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. So you've been on my uh, short list to have on as a guest for quite a while now because I have in regular rotation throughout the school year sharing a lot of the amazing artwork that comes out of not just your you know classroom, um, but your department at Ames High School. So how how do you manage it all? Oh, I mean, we're just <laughs> so, going to start there, I think. Well, there's a lot of moving pieces, a lot of things going on, obviously, all the time. But the main goal is to get kids' artwork out there in the public. We want to be able to share it with the community yeah. and just kind of thinking about, okay, I want to do this big project. Yeah. How can I incorporate it into the classroom? How can I incorporate it into art club? How can I see what we can do across the department? Um, And so I've had some of these project ideas boiling for a while. Like I've really wanted to do them for a long time. Um, And some of them will have to wait till next year now because I didn't get to squeeze them in. So managing them in that regard is you sometimes find out you just run out of time to do them. But there are some that have become kind of traditions. And so that's been helpful. Like we've been doing the memory project now for several years. And so now I know based on what I've learned that I want to start that earlier in the year so that the students have enough time to complete that. Um, And then like the ceiling tiles with Mary Greeley, I always love doing that project. And so just making sure that I'm making those connections early enough too and so so let's come back we're going to come back to a couple of those so update me on let's talk about your classes specifically what um what classes um do you teach throughout the school year just so that you know people listening can kind of get a sense of of the types of artwork that we're talking about so this year i actually moved into where shelly hassebrock was last year so she just retired so actually this year i taught all new classes for the first time so then talk to me some about last year and this year (laughs) give me your whole range here last year i taught um 2d art 3D art, advanced 3D art, and um, photography, and all the advanced levels of photography. So in a lot of our classes, we have one through eight levels, because you can take them every semester, and you build on it. So it's really awesome. Like right now, I was just telling you earlier about Lucas Luke, who is in like level six of photography, because he's taken it every single semester. So um, those were the classes I taught last year. And then we hired Sarah on board, which is fantastic. And Lisa Renzi's wonderful. So um, we have them teaching um, 3D ceramic and jewelry and Sarah's pulled into 2D and teaching some of those classes and now I teach graphic design and 4D art and um, drawing painting printmaking and still teaching photography and then all those different levels in each of those classes. So So. let's pick um, one of them and it it doesn't matter which one but how do you approach an art class because I would imagine that the you know the students they're coming in and you have a whole range of not only talent, but a range of interests. And in art, you can take a concept and there is an infinite number of ways that a, that a student can run with it. I mean, and obviously you're an artist as well, that, that there's an infinite number of ways to run with it. So how do you maybe approach a project or approach a class with students and then help them navigate which direction to go? 
Right, which is awesome. That's what I love about it, is that I really do love that about a project. Like you can say um, your theme could be people. And if yeah. I pointed that out to people, no one's going to take the same people portrait. Right. No one's going to take the same animal portrait. Yeah. No one's going to approach the graphic design poster the same way. That's what I love about it. Yeah. Um, I think my main thing that I love pushing the most is meaningful. Like I want it to be meaningful. So we have rubrics for all of our projects that yeah. include like the basic elements and principles of art, that include components that we want to make sure kids are including. But I really, really want to hone in on having those kids think about where can I use this? Yeah. How can I either make this real life? How can I make this for myself? How can I give this as a gift to someone? Yeah. So that's kind of how I approach it initially to kind of get their wheels turning as far as their input into what they bring into that project. So does that motivate students? I like do you instantly see that? Yeah, with meaningfulness. And yeah. then I'm super excited about it myself. Like yeah. I think I'm very passionate about what I do. And so I feel like I don't, I don't want to waste their time. Nobody likes to yeah. have their time wasted. Um, so I try and emphasize like what can you do with this project beyond the grade yeah. you're doing this as part of a class but what where where are we taking this what are we doing with this is that tough so, for students sometimes to oh. I mean I would imagine like not every class has that in every project you know that sure. that and I, and I don't want to say meaningfulness but like they don't have that I can do whatever I want type thing. And it's it's kind of that, not entirely. I mean, obviously sure. there there's standards. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes you do have to have limitations, yeah. right? Because if I did say, just make whatever, sure. then yeah, yeah. I think that's almost more tricky for a student because yeah, yeah. then it's like there's just all of this like where do I pull where do I hone it in yeah so I do think they have to have some limitations on what they're doing with the project and that's where like the rubric and all that stuff helps but so I found that um, for several years I taught uh, video editing class and so the first couple weeks it was always you know sort of the nuts and bolts of this is the timeline this is how you import you know video like and it was very I showed you and then you did it, and then I showed you, and then you did it, and then once we got through that, I said, okay, this is going to be what we're going to be focusing on. Let's go make a project, and and some students were like, I know exactly what I'm going to do, and other students kind of like froze, like they were just so used to this, I tell you what to do, and then they did it, and, and they froze, and it took a little bit for them to sort of come around to embracing uh, some of that autonomy. Yeah, there's actually, there's a story that I just can't, so I've been cleaning out my room, right? And <laughs> yeah. finding different things as I'm going through different art classes from things that Shelly left and maybe even teachers before her left yeah. too. And I've come across this story of the boy. I don't know if you've ever heard mm -hmm. it, but it's about this little boy that in elementary school, he had a teacher and the teacher told him to, he, they brought up like draw a flower. And yeah. he was like, oh, I know flowers. I can draw a flower. And he started to do it. And then in the story, she says, well, no, 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 let me show you step by step. And so then he sees step by step, and he's like, well, he follows the rules of the teacher, and he draws the flower yeah. step by step as he's supposed to do it. And then he does this next thing where he like she brings up another subject. He's like, oh, I already have this idea in yeah. my head. But then she pauses him, just pauses the whole class and says, well, we'll do it together step by step. And they do it step by step together. And he keeps doing that. And then ends up in part of the story, he moves. And he goes to this other teacher. And she's like, draw this. Yeah. But doesn't give, like, says it's kind of more open-ended. Yeah. And he froze. Because he was like, what do I do? Like, he, they did want a little bit more the step by step yeah. by step. And so you are, I'm not and I'm not saying teachers, I'm not trying to like no, I, no, I don't no. I don't even because it's not my story to begin with. <laughs> so no, I get that, it. But though. part of that story kind of resonated with like, oh, because there are some kids that I feel like they 
I don't know if it's somehow, and especially in high school too, yeah, right? Yeah. Like if you meet with a bunch of elementary kids, like my kid's still, my own child's still yep. in elementary, and he'll just go to a blank sheet of paper and like all of a sudden he has this amazing map and story oh, yeah. that he's made up. And I'm yep. like, where did this come from? I know. Whereas, I love it. Yeah, it's amazing. And then some of the high school it is, it's kind of like it somehow just come kind of gets lost yeah. a little bit. So yeah. I'm trying to bring some of that like... A bit and it's a balance. Yeah, it is a I balance. mean, it's a balance for all teachers. Yes, yes. Um, you do want to give the direction and you do want them to point out, but like the idea that they can insert some of their own creative yeah. juices in, you just don't want them to lose some of that. So do you run up against part. that when you're trying to really hone in like technical skills? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then there are some kids too that are like, I just want to do what I want. Yeah, right. <laughs> like there's the opposite of the boy story. Yeah. Where you wonder <laughs> what's the story where the kid doesn't want to yeah. take any direction type of story. There's probably another one very much like that. So is that but, like just like a feedback approach like that yeah. you take with um, yeah, students? Yeah, like where you want to help them and say, well, ultimately I want you to be able to create your yeah. own things. But to, in order to do that, you you also want to have this underlying skill to make sure you execute right. it well. And it's not your art. It is a very personal thing, right? Yeah. But also, if you're trying to convey a message or if you're trying for people to see what you see, yeah. you want to make sure that you develop those skills yeah. so that they can see that. So I always did that. And, and I'll go back to the video editing part. Yeah. And the thing that I told students was, you know, you can break some of the rules when it comes to video editing but you have to, to know, know the rules first, yes. you know, and so then yes. you have to be knowledgeable uh, because there's a difference between, you know, being knowledgeable and then sort of pushing that boundary on what the, you know, quote unquote rules are and then just being oblivious to, you know, the reality of, of say, video editing. But I would imagine that that applies to other mediums as well. Right. Well, in 40 art, so this is my yeah. first semester teaching 40 art, and there's some remarkable, awesome things coming across there with like animation and stuff that I want to pull yeah. through. And so like kids just learning simple things about like school and squash and like oh. different things that they can do to actually mention and make movement with yeah. their characters. They learn the principles of that. Yeah. And some of the kids are like, oh, I didn't even realize. Yeah, I mean, like I think some of them as they see these things are like, oh, I can make my stuff much yeah. better. Or this, like this really applies. Yeah. So yeah, uh. yeah. Knowing those things are really, really important. So one of the best things that I always like about getting emails from you, um, you know, helping promote the artwork that is happening from uh, your classroom and the department is is your focus on connecting artwork in the community. And so I think we can go back even to what you said previously is having the work be meaningful. So that meaningfulness can can be meaningful to you. You know, I mean, you mentioned you can give it as a gift. That's meaningful. Um having it published, which we're going to get to, um, can be meaningful, but even just engaging in the community. So how much like do you bring community engagement into like your classroom? Into my classroom as much as I can. Yeah. <laughs> so I try, and, I try and reach out like with each project and some of the projects like you were saying, you can't necessarily make each thing meaningful. It also takes yeah. time to do that too. Yeah. Like, so there's certain ones. A lot of I, time. A lot of time. <laughs> No, it does. Where, where I'm like, okay, I like this project, but I think I can take it up a notch. And maybe the next time I approach it, I'm going to try and have this connected here instead. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so it does take a lot of time. How much time but, do you think, you know, because, you know, class periods can be, you know, 50 minutes or if you're in a block scheduling, you know, they're an hour and a half yeah, or whatever, you know, which is great, I'm sure for mm -hmm. you. Yeah. But even notable projects, probably very few of them can get done in 90 minutes. No, I mean, these yeah. are week-long, even month-long projects. Like, how do you 
How much time do you think students spend outside of the classroom? And then how do you sort of manage that, that classroom time? Because I'm sure you have some students that they could come in every single day and work on the same project for a month straight. Right, right, yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So some of that is a lot more pushing too. That yeah. like, so we, we do design, we have a syllabus for all of our classes as yeah. well and try and break it down into like six key projects. Okay. And then the online portfolio is always the culmination of all those yeah. projects where they put their stuff together on it. Yeah. And so like for graphic design they'll have like their text portrait and then they'll have their um, children's book page they'll have all these different things that they have to get through so they have like two to three weeks on each project so then they kind of know what that timeline is is Google Classroom has been amazing in that regard because then we can post things on there and make sure that they know kind of this is where they'll have to submit a picture of it so they keep all that stuff so then they document as they go so they can just put all that in their online portfolio at the end of the semester but there is like some of those kids yeah do want to work a little bit slower and I actually have some kids that are really really diligent so sometimes I feel so bad too when I'm like we well, got to keep moving because <laughs> I do want them to spend the time and make stuff look really really good yeah. but I also want them to get the experience of trying different I things yeah. I don't want them to be like well I never got to print making or yeah. I never got to experience doing the acrylic painting yeah. like so some of that is also having them dabble in different things because as artists even myself like I go back to stuff that I did years ago oh, yeah. and I'm like oh I could rework that I could do something different <laughs> I want to redo that. I, I have that all the that. time. Yeah. I mean, I really do. Yeah. I mean, and I consider myself, I mean, I can't do the the some of the 2D. I mean, some of the stuff that comes out of Ames High is ridiculous. Okay. Um, I mean, it's so good. Yeah. And I can't even touch that. But I do feel like, I mean, I understand the creative process and, and the artfulness of it. But oftentimes, though, especially whether you do it um, as a profession or you do it as a hobby, like oftentimes, like, there are deadlines that are associated with projects and maybe should be. There could be self-imposed deadlines. They could be um, deadlines because, you know, you commissioned, something was commissioned or whatever, but it's, right. imp- it's, it's, I think it's important, important to yeah. know. Yeah, they need to know that. And that is, that's a key thing that they learn really is that they have to get stuff in or get stuff done. It so, pushes them that way. So how, with that engagement outside of Ames High into, say, the art community, how has that process been sort of like in the in the community like how receptive is is Ames and maybe how receptive are the students to you know being engaged in that community outside of maybe the school hours or the school walls. I think they really like it. Like yeah. I think it well it just makes it so much more meaningful. And yeah. I think the community has been pretty interested in that because I actually did I mentioned to you earlier that the police station oh, yeah. reached out to us to ask us to do a mural there. Yeah. And I, I think it is because like we've done the ceiling tiles maybe at Mary Greeley or elsewhere. Like yeah. I think that and I think people want to see art in places and they want to see kids involved in that. So so walk me through what that process is going to look like. So the Ames Police Department reached out to you and said, we want to do a mural inside of our office. And then did they, and then did they bring ideas? I mean, I don't want to so, like open the door too much. <laughs> oh, I don't know what's public something. knowledge yes, 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 here. I know, I know. Maybe I shouldn't have said that yet quite either. No, it's a good yeah, community so engagement. Gonna, yeah, so I think we're going to start the ball rolling with first just having kids kind of submit plans. Yeah. And then when students submit plans, and as I was saying before too, sometimes we run out of time. So this yeah. is something I think I'm going to try and push a little bit more at the beginning of next semester. Yeah. Um, but I have students submit plans and then from there, they'll take them to the committee at the police station. So they'll have a chance to look at them after. I've kind of perused yeah. them and worked with students that way. But initially, we kind of just sit around and get snowball ideas, and yeah. then and then they'll submit those, and then we'll kind of do a little bit of a back and forth with some of those things, trying to figure out what really is needed and wanted there. Do you have students submit concepts, like, 
on classroom projects? Yes, yes, yes. Yeah, and some ideas. So we actually today with the online portfolio, so students were starting to present them because yeah. it's finals week now. Some of the students presented some ideas because we for all of their online portfolios, besides just sharing their work that they did, they also give me an artist statement. Yeah, they, um, I like that. I love it. <laughs> they show themselves working on their work. They show their favorite pieces, and they share three current artists. So no matter what class they're in, they share three current artists. So okay. if it's a photography class, they share three new photographers that they haven't been exposed to. Yeah. Graphic designer, they share three graphic designers. So when you see kids that have been in multiple art classes, it's super cool because then they have this huge portfolio that they go to their link and they have all their graphic design stuff, all their photography stuff, and then it's a wealth of knowledge for when they share these because then the students are like, oh, I never heard of that person yeah. before. Or even myself, I just told a student today, I think you've inspired something because there was this awesome photographer that takes pictures of like, they look like they're in the Renaissance era, oh. but they use like ordinary objects. <laughs> it's like when you look closer at the portraits, it's yeah. like they use like pop cans to make like it look like little spools or rolls in the oh, person's that's fun. hair. Yeah. And they like, use, are they use like a tablecloth yeah. to cover the one person's head? Like it's just interesting things like that. I was like, oh, I bet we could incorporate that as a photography project where we have... And I told the student yeah. that. I was like, you might have just inspired something. Like, I really like that idea. You know, and outside so, of, um, and I'm sure there's um, various things. You know, some art projects you can just do for fun. And you can kind of just jump in and do something. And, and the stakes are low. But and a lot of notable art projects, like, they start right here. You know, they start uh -huh. in the mind. And to be able to kind of work out some of those ideas just in concept form can can really help. Right, yeah. So that's why, like, so are our rubrics, too. We have them all broken down so that the students have to do some research and planning. Yeah. And they have to do some sketches or yeah. design ideas. So even if they are a computer class, like, I kind of want them to sketch out. Like, oh, yeah. So, and sometimes they'll balk at that. Like, if they do a logo design, they'll have, like, 20 logo ideas that I want them to come out with. And even if it's just a slight switch, like, yeah. so with our Ames High logo, if they right. even just tilted it a little bit or something, like, it could be minor now, take switches. take it easy on the and, Ames High sorry, logo. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> We're not going to change the I'm <laughs> but, but, like, different things that they might kind of adjust just slightly within yeah. their 20 design because some are like oh, do I have to come up with something completely different no but if you'd realize if you shift yeah. something just a little bit you might mm -hmm. decide that you actually do like it yeah. more so we want them to sketch that out before they kind of come to oh, the yeah. computer too so and it is a lot of those subtle things like so as a professional so when we did the Ames High logo so I worked with um Ripkey downtown Ames High grad yep, yep. um who is great yes and wonderful yeah the whole company is wonderful yes, yes, yes. um we did go through, like, we, we started with concepts. I mean, and we just had a conversation, and we had some, like, themes, and we had things that we wanted to keep. And, and so we started with those concepts, and they brought a variety of examples back. And we went through a, a like and don't like list, you know, and we kind of, like, could plug and play and, and move things around. And then they went back, and then they came back with the new ideas. And it's mm -hmm. that ongoing process of, of just improving the art. Right, right. It's not just here I made this, I'm done. Like, Correct, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have to tell students that too. I don't want them just to like, I have a turn in shelf for projects, right? Yeah. But I'm like, this is not the first time I want to see it. No, <laughs> yeah. On my turn in shelf. 100%. That something went wrong because I want to make sure that you're like showing it to me, working with classmates on it, kind of yeah. sharing out what you're working on. I mean, I could probably create um, a magazine. So, you know, I do our amazing magazine for the district. I could probably yeah. fill an entire edition of unused things that we just didn't, that just didn't make the cut. Or, you know, we adjusted along the way. Because when you start with that blank slate, you, you kind of, you have the concept and then you start and then things start to get moved around or needing to be adjusted. And it's, it's a fascinating process. Isn't it? Yeah. I love it. So talk to me about the importance of displaying art, especially in... 
I've always heard it, you know, from, from a parent lens, you know, it's like a, a student elementary, you know, you put their art up on the refrigerator because it demonstrates that you're proud of it and they're proud of it and we want to showcase it. And now, you know, we extrapolate that to high school students who are doing ridiculously amazing good <laughs> stuff. Um, yeah. Talk to me about that emphasis in your classroom about displaying art. So we have three big display cases at the high school that we're at right now, yeah. and we try to rotate things out through that. Um, with National Art Honor Society, yeah. I always have an end-of-the-year National Art Honor Society display that goes up too, and so there's already yep. two in the main office and then one in the library. Um, in the new school, I think there's some display cases right outside of our classrooms, yeah. and then we're hoping to kind of infiltrate the art, art the school as with different art pieces as well. Um, memory Project, we wanted to yeah. have that at the public library because yep. we thought that would be a great piece to have actually lots of people in the community yeah. view. It was really neat that even during COVID, when things were shut down, yeah. we could still have it in that vestibule because it was glass windows yeah. all the way through. So we, we've had that every year since yeah. that started. Um, so I really love seeing that project out in the community. And then we showcase things at the Octagon. We just had their Octagon yep. art show. So we put stuff there. Um, so I think it's, yeah, I think it's really, really important how, to How do share. students respond to it? Do they love it? Oh, I think they like it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It makes them feel like, oh, that's that's yeah. my piece. Like, yeah, I think they like that. The a lot. senior art show. The senior art show. Yes. How could I forget yeah. the senior art show? Yes, the senior art show. I always show stop always by on that. Oh. We always, um, I take a bunch of pictures and kind of put it all together, just because you know not everyone in our community has an opportunity to see that. Um, you know, they can go to the public library if they want. Um, right, right. And it is, yeah, it's just phenomenal to be able to see kids that they put stuff together over the last yeah. four years, and they do an artist statement for that, and they can submit 10 pieces. And we yeah. have that judged. So we have, um, this year we had somebody from the Octagon come over and judge it. And actually, yeah. I, I always bring my kid over to see it, too. Yeah. And we gave out a special award. This year, he wanted to give out awards. And so we <laughs> created a JDW award, and he nominated six pieces because he couldn't decide on one that he wanted to get. So he bought them all Dairy Queen gift cards. Oh, that's and fun. And so I did think that was yeah. really a fun addition. So like, that might fun. be another tradition thing to start or whatever. Where Do you ever have students that are resistant to the dis to display? Um, I have had some maybe in the past that are a little bit more hesitant to yeah. show their artwork. But some of that is just even maybe a little bit of a confidence thing sure. where it's like yeah. they're a little unsure. And yeah. when you kind of reassure them that your stuff is really, really good, it's going in display. Yeah. For the most part, I haven't had too many that are walking at it yeah. or don't want to do it. Displaying is one thing. Talk about competition, judging, and art. You know, I, I actually Googled, should art, you know, be judged or should there be like a competition for art? And Tell me. Yeah, no, I, I will. The first thing that came up, <laughs> it, it said, the, and I do have an opinion on this, which okay. I'll, I'll share with yes, you as well. Um, the best way to judge art is to not judge art at all. Oh. Instead of being critical, we must be appreciative of what it is. There really is no ranking of what art is. There is simply a personal connection of a consensus. Which I could agree with that. Yeah. I could agree yeah, yeah, with that. Yeah, because yeah. you should make art for its own right, too. Like, yep. I, I want everybody to be an artist and to create. So I think that's really important. I also but, like the idea of, of, 
of judging in competition <laughs> as well. So, and I'll sure, tell you why, sure, but yes, I'd, I'd, like, I'd be in. curious oh. on, on what your or your opinion is. So I think it's good to get various feedback. Like, yeah. I do think it's a valuable thing yeah. to get feedback from other people. Yep. And granted, you can say, like, because I do think there are instances where it is hard, like when you bring in one judge for something, and maybe they aren't as aware or yeah. informed on an, like a particular area, especially when we do so many different types of medium. Yeah. And maybe you have a judge come in, and they're trying to gra- judge graphic design, photography, all the different things we yep. teach, right? Yeah. And yet they might be more of a printmaker, or they yeah. might be just in one general genre. So it's harder yeah. for them to judge that like understandably or fairly yeah um but it's still good to hear their opinion and to get their insight on that so i think it's it, i think it's really valuable in that regard i 100 percent so, i think both can exist yes, i think yes. that you know the thing that i read we can appreciate art and and not i think that's great i yes. think we can totally do that i think we can do that even after we go through a competition and and have it judged i, I mean i don't necessarily put all stock into you know if you win that is absolutely the only best thing that was in that competition no there's like there's tons of good art out there um every year we submit um stuff to uh communications awards Mm. some years we win some of the categories other years we don't but i think the process of going through it hearing the feedback and even having to reconcile with Wow, I think I think I have a real shot of winning this and not winning it. That's okay. Right. It doesn't mean that the work is not good or it's not valuable. And and I always told people, I said, you know, we've done the work. Right. We didn't do the work for that competition. We did the work, and now let's just see where it lands. Let's let's you know, I don't always put all my stock into into that competition, I do think it's kind of fun. Right. And it's good for them to get recognized in a way, yes. too, for some of those students to get recognized yeah. for things that they did work so hard yes. at. And if it is showing something that, like, this is excellent in this regard, yeah. then, I yeah, I think it's valuable in that I, regard, too. And I think the whole process can be very bucket-filling for, yeah. for students. I mean, and, you, yeah. and you've been very fortunate to have some really outstanding artists, and they have won competitions. Yes. Um, but I think both can exist. Yes. Yes, yes. The, the process. And even, um, so you talked about the uh, impact statements or the artist statements. Mm-hmm. I've always found value in, so I've always packaged up our, so I take our magazine, for example. I always get it ready um, to submit to competition. And in that process, I have to write, well, what is this magazine? What is it used for? What, why are we using it? Who is the audience? Why is it beneficial to our community? Um, this podcast is another one. I did the exact same things. What, what makes this podcast stand out from other podcasts? Now, we win or don't win. That process can be really valuable because you get to reflect on all of the thought and work that you put into that art project. Yeah, you get to see what your reason was. Like, yes. what's, your, what's your meaning behind it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that's really cool, especially for um, anyone to do, but you know, high school students to be able to reflect on that and to take time and actually, I buckled down and like I worked hard on this. Like, I think that's really cool. <laughs> yeah, and I love it too because some of those actually provide monetary need to kids too. Yeah, right. Like, so some of the yeah. things that they apply for can get them money. And so yeah. like Clara Fields this year, she applied to a new scholarship that I just discovered this oh. year um, for the guy that it, 
founded El Cater. Okay. And so she ended up winning the prize for creating her comic for that. And she got $600. Like, so it's, yeah. I mean, it's a good way for kids to get some extra money towards their future endeavors as well. Right. So, well, and art supplies aren't cheap. Yeah, art supplies aren't cheap. <laughs> I mean, they <laughs> are not. That's true. <laughs> Fortunately, well, you know, you, you, you do it at uh, public high school. You know, you have access to a lot of things. But I would right. imagine, especially once you get into um, that really intense level of students who, like, they really are spending a lot of personal time outside of the classroom working on stuff. They have their own, you know, some art supply them, needs. Yeah, some of them invest. I have, yeah. kids, I have parents ask me, so I'm looking for a birthday gift for my kid. Yeah. What would you suggest that I get them as far as an art supply? Yeah. Oh, I've that's really that cool. Yeah, yeah. So talk to me about our stories. So this is new this year. Um, <laughs> this is new this year. We, uh... We have it sitting out here, but talk to me about what this is, where the idea came from, and then how this was a collaboration. So one of our graphic design projects has been to make a children's book page. And like I said before, meaning-wise, I've been trying to think about a way to make that more meaningful yeah. to a high school kid. Because, too, sometimes I think kids start to distance themselves from their childhood experience, and they kind sure. of forget what it's like to be an elementary yeah. kid or an early kindergarten kid. Um, and so I was trying to bring that back and give them a little bit more meaning to it. So I reached out to my friend Lindsay Worth, who yep. actually works in the district as well and is fantastic, yeah. um, and asked her if she would be interested in doing a collaboration project. And um, she was, yeah. and said that we could have their kids design a page and just tell like a little bit of a story so they kind of verbalized to her what was going on on their page yeah. and then drew a picture and then we sent that to our high school graphic design students and so I gave them the picture of the kid holding and they were so excited to see these little kids like they just I, I think they really love that because yeah. it does kind of click and remind them oh yeah I was that yeah. little kid I was in their boat at one point too and it also reminds them too because I think at this age they start to really kind of worry a little bit more about wanting things to be perfect yeah. if they're really trying to do stuff and it reminds them too like you were saying before with art being art like yeah. that this drawing that this kid did at this look at how fantastic that is like it's wonderful like those drawings in themselves because I think that's my only hold up of the whole thing too like that kid's drawing the e-kid is wonderful in itself yeah. and so these kids just took that story and are making a version of it themselves and like so they took the idea and twisted it and made it so that they could make a digital version yeah. of it for that student and so I thought that was pretty awesome. Oh. <laughs> and I mean, but seriously, but like, like a collaboration, early kindergarten students yeah. come up with this concept, which, you know, kids that age and I mean, really throughout elementary and even into middle school and high school, I mean, they're just bursting with yes. ideas. And I, I can imagine that the reaction of this was my idea and then it goes off and comes back from a high school student like in this really cool format, graphic graphic design format yeah it's got to be hugely rewarding yeah yeah it's oh. like it took it to a whole yeah. different level for them and ended up yeah i thought it was very very cool and for so. the high school students to see okay this is my audience this cute kid mm -hmm. holding up this picture with their <laughs> idea that's yeah. my audience and really i never i for kids to be really honed in and worried about what they're making or yeah. to like really think about like wanting to do a good job on this they really did. Yeah. Like these high schoolers were like, well, I don't want to let this little kid down. You know what I mean? Like, I want to make sure that yeah. like, this isn't just for me. Like, this is for this little kid. Aww. And I want to make sure I impress this little kid. And then I, I learned a lot going through it as well because thinking about just like, grammatical things yeah. or things like that too and being like yeah. well let's adjust this a little bit or make sure you don't forget your punctuation here or do those types of things that aren't necessarily always playing in our role too so I thought that was a 
interesting learning experience on all regards. Was there a learning curve transitioning from the classes you were teaching last year into into this year? Or do you, you know, personally work on a lot of things that you're, you know, the courses that you're teaching? So I try, yeah, I try, I'm always wanting to learn, right? Yeah. That's something about my job that I really love. So yeah. I'm constantly trying to do different things, which sometimes my husband is like, okay, stop. <laughs> no, I get it. <laughs> Um, But yeah, so like over the summer, I did a lot of research. I did a lot of those things too to kind of make sure I was honing in on what I, I knew some of this stuff already, but obviously I can kind of keep building on what I know. So yeah, I did a lot of online tutorials. I did some classes. I wanted to make sure that I really knew what I was doing before I brought it into the students. So, and then also emphasizing that to them as I go, like I did point out to the students, I think they kind of were excited about that. I think the kids like often when they're like the first annual. Oh yeah. Start something. I was like, this is the first time we've done this project. So like next time we do it, like I want to make sure that maybe the students are connecting in person with the other kid or maybe doing some of those things that they can do too. So I think there's, a lot of those things that I like to converse with the kids because I think it's important for them to know that we are all lifelong learners yeah. too. So, oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, you know, and this is one of the areas that you you can always improve. You can right. always get better. I mean, every yeah. magazine that 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 I do, I look back on it and been like, okay, like, okay. Th- I, oh, I really, I really like this part. This part where that page was really cool. This other page, maybe I didn't spend as much time on it. Or, you know, but what, what can the next cover, you know, what can that push forward? And and this is interesting too. I always tell people there's always another magazine. Right. And you know, so like there's always an opportunity and I would apply that to, you know, any, there's always an opportunity to try something new, do something different, improve in this area or that. There's always another project. Right, right, right. You probably feel that personally as well. I oh, mean, just right. like through your personal growth and art that you do. Right, right, yeah. Like I'm already kind of itching at the summer of things that I wanted to Yeah, no, I bet. But it is really motivating. I, mean, I yeah. have some just uh, personal projects that I do work on from time yes. to time as well. And you can really like, it, it sort of reinvigorates you Um even in your professional sense, like for you coming into the classroom, for me coming here and working at this desk, it uh, it can it can reinvigorate you. Right, right. Good ideas. You kind of bounce things off of each other. Yeah. And like, oh, now I want to try that. Yeah. Or, oh, I want to try that. So. So yeah. for the um, digital artists out there who may be listening, what type of software are, are we using? So in right the now classes? we're using a lot of the Adobe programs. Okay. So we're doing Adobe Photoshop, yep. Adobe Illustrator, um, InDesign. I'm trying to in weave in a little okay. bit more, things yeah. like that. So we're doing that. And then I want to use um, Adobe Animate. Next year, we're getting new computers. So oh. we should have a lot of ability to do a lot more of that type of thing as well. So I I'm might very come over and, and attend that class. I don't know anything about Adobe okay. Animate. Yes, yes. I've been doing research on that. And I really want to incorporate more and more of that. And then, yeah. And the kids got tablets for next year. So oh. they'll be able to use... Um, drawing tablets with their computers so it should be very I need to just come over and hang out I mean I just if you don't find me here in this office well one I might just be at our amazing new high school in general and then maybe in your classroom and and the art department wing because there's some things I'm I'm you're interested I'm interested and definitely could learn yeah yeah, I could definitely learn probably from the students more than than, yeah because that's where some of this is boiled from too because I had some kids bring up like uh, there's kids that are interested in video games design so they brought up like unity so I wanted to try that out a little bit this last semester so I did have a couple of students test that out students are interested in blender so like Kirk Johnson did a whole bunch of stuff with blender and animating with that a little bit so yeah so it's another kind of modeling 3d modeling kind of platform so yeah I'm trying my best to try and see what kids 
are doing. And then, I mean, yeah. kids love Procreate and doing that stuff yeah. on their iPads too. Um, and so I want them to be able to utilize some of those things too. But I want to like make sure that they're yeah getting the breath of like what else is out there. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, yeah. But you know, the tools that are available to our students I mean, so you mentioned Adobe, you know, Photoshop, Illustrator. I mean, these are industry standard yes, type yes. software yes. that our students are having access to at high school. I mean, the things that they are learning here, if in whatever career that they move into, these are going to be the tools that they're going to be using. Yeah, and not to put like Ashley Ripke on the spot or anything like that, but, but yes. she did mention when I've talked with her about stuff before too, she's like, well, I would clearly like hire a kid out of high school like that if they yeah. are equipped with those things and can do those. You, and so I'm like, yes, yes, tell these kids, like, yeah. keep working on these programs and you could be yeah. fantastic in them. So, And just with the, um, you know, like the digital marketing and how some of this can get integrated into social media. So like, I don't have a communications degree. I mean, I I didn't, I didn't come up through that field, but you just see a lot more companies having a need for graphic design because they need to find ways to stand out And, and not necessarily, they're not necessarily companies that you would think, oh, wow, you need a graphic design person in that company. So you know, these students, they could go into whatever field. It doesn't have to be art or graphic design related, but they may have opportunities to utilize that skill set that they're learning here uh, at, at Ames High and high school be, just because companies need more and more of that. It's utilized so much. And it really, it does make companies stand out good photography, like yep. not like everyone has a phone these days. And in fact, I, I do take, even professionally, I take a lot of pictures on my phone, but you need to know about lighting, about composition, maybe some editing. Their ISO and yes. their shutter and their lens opening and out that whole. And yep. companies who have really outstanding photography with people on staff or they utilize it on social media, they stand out. Mm-hmm. It's true. Very true. That's why, yeah, that's why we push it. Yes. I mean, oh my goodness. Oh, I know it's like you're speaking yeah. to the choir. No, no, I'm speaking it. to it. it. <laughs> 100% agree. Yes, I 100% agree. Do students agree. realize and that's, this? Yeah, I, well, that's why I like reading their artist statements. So this online portfolio thing at the end of the year, I swear it's like my favorite time of the year because yeah. you just get these kids go up there and they present them to the class. And I'm always like, you guys don't even realize how much fun it is to see like the culmination of what everybody else is yeah. out there. But they'll put stuff like that in their artist statement of oh, like, yeah. I plan on doing it because they talk about what they want to go into yeah. and how it will benefit their career and be like I want to go into this and this is going to oh, benefit yeah. my career because I need to know how to take good photos yes. and this will benefit my career because I want to make sure I can work with good layout and and yeah. all of this is really portfolio based you know like mm-hmm. companies who are hiring say graphic designers or photographers it's not degree based they're not hiring based on oh now do you have a photography degree I mean like they're not hiring based on that they're like Show me what you can do. Oh, that? Yep, I'll hire you. Right, right. I'll have you do a it. A kid pointed that out in yeah. the portfolio today again, too, because they said that the MBA, I think there was this guy that was doing some graphic design stuff of just their, um, just taking some of the MBA players and putting them together. Yeah. And he did so many of them that they discovered him and now are paying him. Like, and this kid was like, Ooh. Yes. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I put that in my portfolio and pointed it out to all of you. And that's not so. to suggest you should <laughs> or shouldn't right, get right, a degree. Right, 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 right. I'm not I'm not suggesting that. I'm just ditto, saying ditto, it's ditto. it's this is an area that is very portfolio based. Like yes. people they want results. And if you can demonstrate like, yep, I can get you this results, I can do A, B, and C. Right. Sounds great to me. Right. Yeah. We'll so do work it. ethic and those types yeah. of things. Like you gotta start doing that yes. in order to make it happen. Like yeah. it's not just gonna fall in your lap. The MBA mm. is not gonna discover you if you do nothing. Like Correct. <laughs> Correct. 
Well, and especially... <laughs> Honestly, teenagers probably maybe understand this better than yeah. what we do just yeah. because they've permanently lived in this environment Digital that they can yeah. put their work out on display instantly. You know, mm -hmm. so I... I I told you about the, the high school student photography. I mean, he's got his Instagram account yes. and he, he keeps adding to it regularly. And that's a body of work that is really well done. Yes. It's really it's phenomenal. phenomenal. Yeah. Yes. And, but they've always lived in this. And so in many ways, they probably understand this better than you and I. Right, right. It comes a little more natural. <laughs> yeah. Right, right, right. You gotta think uh, outside how they, yeah, or think about how they're doing it, so. Well, this isn't going to be the last time that I know that I'm going to be seeing some of the amazing work that comes out of Ames High. Um, I wish you the best this summer, Lindsay, but you know, hopefully you have some time to recharge, work on some of you, some personal projects, but ultimately get ready for what next year is going to be. I know you're going to have a full year, but it's going to be really, um, I would imagine, bucket filling for you and rewarding for the students just to be able to get out into the community and, and really do some more outstanding artwork. Thanks. Yeah. yeah. I think it'll be great. Yeah.